Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts. The adventure begins and Ferruja Mechanical proudly bring to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. The Captain Joey Savage, the talent Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio or check out NerdThugRadio.com for any episodes you may have missed or you can find them on any streaming platform. I think we're everywhere. Uh yeah, actually, I think if you Google everywhere, it's a picture of us. It is. Um, we're like, we're we're not like creepy outside the shower curtain guy. We're like everywhere I go, I see that guy. Yeah, guy, that's us. Yeah, if you just type in Nerd Thug Radio on the Google, we come up. Right on the come up. Here we go. So uh, this is where you usually would be getting your uh, Nerd Thug Wrestling, but we have said, let's put a halt to that real quick style. Let's get back to some more Nerd Thug Radio. We do have the weekly top three. It's coming back this week. It has to do with fast food. You don't want to miss that the next two segments. But before we do that, DLG, what's been going on the last couple of days? Man, just uh, just been hustling, flowing. Out in the hustling grind on your, uh, on your right grind? That's right, on the right grind. Uh, I did actually, I, I, I had a little scheduling snafu. I, uh, I missed the golf tournament I was supposed to cover. Really? Yeah, they changed the date, remember, because it got rained yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... The initial email I got on the new date was the 20th, which is, if you look, a Thursday. But what they did was they pushed it back to, like, three weeks later to another Wednesday, which was the original day scheduled. Okay. So... In July? It, uh, no, originally it was scheduled in May. Okay. It was, like, the last week of May, and it got rained out, and so then they came over to June... I guess it's technically June 19th that they Ooh, were going to do it. Yeah. Because um, that's the Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. But initially I was told June 20th. And so I, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to call him my editor, Fred Fowler. He's technically my editor for all this on Sports Map. Sure, he's uh, he's out of town on vacation. Yes. So I don't really have a point of contact at Sports Map. I mean, I got a girl at payroll, but that's not for this. No, like, she that just pays you. Well, one day, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I shoot out a, I shoot out an email to the guy because I was like, well, who am I contacting while you're gone? You know, to make sure my stuff gets published. And he gave me a guy. So I email him, and I was like, hey. I thought I heard on the radio that they that the golf tournament's tomorrow. This was Tuesday. I sent that email. I said, but I was told the 20th, so which is it? And his reply was, ooh, I don't know. I'm just with the website. Whatever Fred told you is probably right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Freddy? <laughs> so I was like, uh, so I thought, I was like, maybe I misunderstood. Maybe they missaid it. I mean, radio, live radio, you know. Yeah. Sometimes people look at the wrong dates or whatever. Sure. And sometimes I look at the wrong dates. So yeah, I had. Do. I had no clue which way it was. So then I did some more research, like, Wednesday afternoon, like, on a whim, and I was like, yep, yep, supposed to be at a golf tournament right now. And did it make it. <laughs> Classic Corey DLG. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, if it had not been rained out, I would have been there with bells on. I brought, like, my good bells. You don't even have bells. Super nice bells. No. Probably the nicest bells. So you weren't going to wear your sweatpants. These were going to be the fanciest were you bells. Were going to wear shorts? Uh, I was gonna wear actually, no uh, uh, khaki pants actually. Oh, that's the worst. I was gonna, but I also was like, 
I'm gonna leave when it gets uncomfortably hot. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> which is 10 a.m. Yeah, like I'm gonna go in there and crush it as fast as possible, and then <laughs> I'm just gonna be crush like, the first 30 minutes. And then, then all right, and then get out. Take please. a box lunch and go home. See ya. <laughs> what about you? How's it? Uh, uh, just you know, normal life. Yeah, uh, yeah. which is baseball. Uh, however, <sighs> those kiddos play that baseball. I did start um, the Savage Kids. We started the Matrix trilogy this week. That's required watching. It is. It's two hours of pop, so we are uh, halfway through the first one. So far, they are both enjoying it. Um, I was a little worried that they wouldn't pick up on what was actually going on. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it is. There's a lot going nah, on there. Man, they're too smart for that. They were they were figuring it that's out. That's a good feeling. Pretty though. quick. So uh, that's been kind of nice. I watched Justice League Dark. Uh, the animated one. The animated one. Yeah, it's good. I need to rewatch it, but it's good. There's some like Batman's funny. In that one. See, not really. There's a couple of scenes that are funny, but they're only funny because of Batman. Because of what he says? Yeah. Like, have you gotten to where... I watched uh, the whole thing. Okay. So when Constantine and him are outside of that house and Death is there, and... and yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, like, jokes that are only because of Batman. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. So we've been doing some of that, kind of watch it up. That, can I tell you a cool thing about the Wachowskis, the people who make The Matrix and all that? Sure, go for it. Um, so I just did a, a random article for somebody for freelance stuff, and uh, one of the movies that I had to write about was Jupiter Ascending, which is also by the Wachowskis. Oh, I like that. You, do you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. Let me, let me rephrase this. I haven't finished it. I did buy the first, like, four issues, five issues. Oh, I'm talking about the movie. Oh, oh! I'm talking about something totally different. Jupiter Ascending. Oh, yeah, you're talking about... Uh, I'm talking about Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. Which, which one's Jupiter's Ascending? Is so that the one with... Uh, so it's post-Matrix. Uh, Warner Brothers came to the Wachowskis and said, can you give us an original franchise? Is that the one with Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum oh, and Milo yeah, Kunis. Was, that was awful. It was. There's a I didn't chasing, even finish it. There's a chasing they did, though, across all of Chicago. It took six months filming every single day to make that scene happen. And the Wachowskis had to build a camera rig. So they did the same thing for The Matrix. And the scene where Neo dodges a bullet, yeah. they had to build a bunch of high speed, like a whole little setup that everyone else uses now to show that kind of same kind of action. Yeah, yeah. Same thing here. They, Innovative. They, they literally had to build this rig that they hung from a helicopter so that while they were putting people in the air, they could film 360 degrees around them. Nice. And then use the, all of that extra stuff to, to build the CGI. So I'm pretty good at like finishing movies. Okay, but like I didn't even finish that one. The Jupiter's Ascending. I got about um, 45 minutes in and cut it off. It's really long and it's not great. <laughs> but I mean the the visual aspect of it was pretty. Yeah, good. it's 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 pretty innovative stuff. It's actually it got a lot of love for the visuals and for like how big the world was and all of that. But the story was awful. Yeah, yeah, straight up awful. Sean Bean, another movie where he doesn't make it to the end. Hmm. I almost feel like that's on purpose. Is at there this point. any movie that he makes it to the end? You know, you know what the other movie is that I didn't finish? It's like a sci-fi futuristic one with um, man, what's her name? What's the chick that plays um, the witch in uh, in uh, Suicide Squad? Oh, uh, Carol Do- Valerian in the yeah Valerian didn't City of a Thousand Planets. I got about I had to write about that in this article too. I got about three quarters in. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sleep. I'll I'll finish this up on Wikipedia tomorrow. It, honestly, so both of the movies. Are like plot wise weak. Yeah, and that's the that's the that's the knock big on them. visual yes. and like great, like you know. So sci-fi Valeri- stuff. Valerian is actually a French comic. Yeah, but no uh, no substance. Right, it's a French comic. A lot of book. fluff and puff with no substance. Uh, Luc Besson 
is the guy who wrote and I'm just directed it. You all kinds of stuff, man. You, yeah, just, you just, just nailed it. Yeah, I literally, literally yesterday, I wrote. Uh, I had to do. T- it was two thousand words on. Uh, Don't die. Science fiction movies similar to Ender's Game. Okay, I like that one. Ender's Game was okay. That so, was a good one. so like all of these are in that category, and so yeah, uh, Luke Besson was the guy who did uh, Fifth Element. Okay, and it's a good one too. While they were doing Fifth Element. Uh, there was a delay in filming to get some sort of tax stuff right. They had like two months of downtime. That's when he made the professional. Oh, that's a good one too. And Gary Oldman was hanging out with him in France and was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, why not?" So turn around. So turn around while they're doing all this, the graphics and the music for Fifth Element. He's working with a bunch of French guys that he knows. I guess he's French too. And they were like, "Why? Why are you doing Fifth Element? This is stupid. Why aren't you doing Valerian? It's beautiful." And he was like, "Oh, it's too big and too crazy." And they're like, "You, this is." As big and crazy, so he—it's the largest European independent film. Which one? Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I don't think it did very well. Uh, n- uh no, it basically broke even, but it was a two hundred million dollar independent movie. That's crazy. Is it really independent at that point? Yeah, because like he put it together with like a bunch of like thirty million from this guy, twenty million here, like. I guess I mean, does that make it independent now though? Because you use yeah, fifteen investors, like independent, defined independent. Independent specifically in film means not working through the major studios. Okay, and I, th- I believe if you're independent, like if you're not through the major studios, you can get a waiver from the unions. Even better, right? Everything's going independent now. Well, yeah, like Marvel was technically independent until Disney bought them. I'm going indie with all my films I'm making. There you go. Well, I listen. <laughs> if you got to start paying union dues on those, you're They're all you're, you're rather impressive. I am impressive. <laughs> it's actually my third middle name. <laughs> no. Impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. The weird part is it goes after the others though. Yeah, intelligent, Just, charismatic, impressive. Done. Wow, I love it. Wow. Hey, did you guys talk about dodgeball in your sports show? No. Like, have you seen this report now where teachers and stuff, they want to take dodgeball oh. out of school because they, they feel like it's bullying to hit somebody with another well, let object? Me, let, I, I'll say this. My high school had dodgeball. It 100% was bullying, but it's not. It's like a, it's like a weird natural evolution thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I was so I was watching this report. There was like a U.S. versus U.K. dodgeball like celebrity thing. Okay, let's like, say like a real league. No, it was like a celebrity thing, and it was Michelle Obama was heading up the U.S. side, and then <laughs> James Corden was like heading up the U.K. side, and so they were. It, it was like a fun thing. Yeah. But then I heard the teachers like, "It's not okay in this time to teach kids that you can hit them with other objects." Dodgeball has to go. Well, that's not the reason to get rid of dodgeball. I was like, um, does that mean we need to get rid of football as well? Because now or, we're t- or tag. Yeah, or tag. That's <laughs> not why. Like literally, when you get in the gym, though, it certainly turns it like, and it does. It's like the one kid who can't catch a ball or throw one is the easiest guy to yeah, get him first. out first. Yeah, absolutely. But they were saying that with adults, dodgeball is one of the fastest climbing. I've seen sports. that. Like there's league like a, there's like bar leagues and stuff. Yeah, of, yeah I have seen like, that. It's just not good for kids. Like, well, it, you know what? It might not be, but like by yeah. high school, everyone knows who they are. Like yeah, you know who the weak ones are, so that's who you get out first. Right. I mean, yeah. that's like life. I think. Uh, I bullying is real. I'm not belittling bullying. No, bullying, I, I don't bullying think, is real. I don't think dodgeball. Now dodgeball does give you the opportunity though to step up for people being bullied as well. Yeah. Let's be clear. Like if they're all are aiming for one guy, you could be the guy who goes who protects that guy. Yeah. And let's go get that guy. Let's go instead. catch a ball, get somebody out, and throw yeah. one out. Like I mean, there's a lot of life life lessons that dodgeball can teach. There you. is, and and if also taught if, properly. And if you're the weak, slow one who can't catch, just work on it. Yeah, just work on it. Catching, Get better. Catching is one of those things that anyone yeah, can be work better. on. Right. 
or be smarter and know where to hide or just or who play. to partner up with. Just like, oh, it's yeah. dodgeball day. I'm you know sick. What? I'll coach today. <laughs> I'll call plays. I'll, yeah, I'll be the dodgeball <laughs> play caller. Can I be you the know what? I'm going to be the HR team for us. There okay? you go. Uh, <laughs> let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to start the weekly top three. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yay! Before we jump back into the weekly top three that is returning this week, yeah. I'd like to talk about my friend the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. As the leader of martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, there's one in Magnolia, there's one in Conroe. So if you're listening to this radio show, we've got somewhere for you to go train. Yay. They can help jumpstart your fitness uh, career, your fitness life, your fitness goals. I know we're uh, in the summer and it's hot, so come train with uh, Cox ATA inside, indoors, uh, on some nice mats and some very nice facilities. Uh, they've got programs for your kids. They've got programs for your teens. They've got programs for you. And they've got programs for the grandparents. Anybody can take martial arts. They will find a way to teach you and to train you and to make you better at what you do. Yeah. If you mention Nerd Thug Radio, you're going to get two free weeks of training going down tonight, actually, at Coxie ATA Martial Arts on this wonderful Friday here in uh, Conroe, Texas. It's Friday. They will be having Friday. their black belt extravaganza where they will be having black belts testing either for first degrees, second degrees, third degrees, all kinds of different testings. They're going to do some crazy, amazing stuff. If you're interested, find Cox ATA Martial Arts Magnolia location <coughs> on Facebook. Jump out there. Come see the, the Black Belts test. It's a f- magnificent and wonderful sight. Ooh. Because here at Cox ATA, we build leaders. We teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. So one of the things that we are real big on, it's called food. Yes. We like to eat. We are foodies. Um, and coming with food. Actually, you know what? I don't even like that. I just call myself that. You're a foodie. I, I don't, But I don't think I am because foodies feel, I think foodies are fancy, right? They do like pastries and stuff. And I like, like pastries. I mean, uh, listen. If someone else makes a pastry, I'll eat it. But like, I don't like. I don't need. Like, I don't seek out fancy or exotic foods. Oh, I do. Do you? I like to try all kinds of things. But do you push yourself to try new things? I don't push myself to do a lot of things. Right. So, the, but like foodies, I think like look for new food experiences. Oh, I, I think I do too. No, you like, don't. You know, no, yeah, no. If it's you just try be- new Chinese buffets, I am the Chinese food champ. <laughs> if it's just me by myself, yeah, I'm hitting fast food. But like. Yeah. When the savages get together, hey, we're going to go to dinner tonight. Like, I want to go try something new, something no, different. No, no, that when that, I go out of yeah. town, I want to try new and different places. I seek out the new stuff. But you, if I hear about a new restaurant or a new idea on something, like I gotta check that out. I want to see what it's about. Perhaps, perhaps you're a foodie. Then I, I don't feel like I am. I am a foodie. Then I don't think I, I suppose. Because, like, um, I think if like if they hear something weird, their first impulse is like, "Oh, I bet that's interesting." And my impulse is always, "Yeah, mine's too." I don't that know. sounds cool. Would I like that? Sure. Yeah. Let's go try that out. Uh, we hear we hear my food joke. Okay, 
you know, I don't know why vegans are so mad. Uh, it's not really a joke, but like vegans, they don't eat uh, meat, dairy, or vegetarians, right? Like, the, well, they, they don't eat pro- vegetarians. No, that would be the, rude. Well, vegetarians, they want to protect the animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah Yet they're yeah. so busy eating the the animals' food. Like, what's the, the plants? Difference? Oh, they're yeah. they're they're hoarding. Yeah. Um. Well, what's and then going on there? Now there's some recent science that suggests plants are intelligent. Right. We're, so what are they gonna, are living objects. What are they going to eat now? Well, like literally, you know, how sometimes they could do these weird studies to prove something like bees understand uh, their reflections yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. By the way, ants understand seeing their own reflection. Yeah, ants are amazing. Well, they they put a blue dot on an ant's head and then they showed it a reflection, and the ants instead of thinking there was a different ant in front of them began touching their own head where the blue dot was to see what it was. Nice. So that tells them that ants, ants are, are self-aware and they can are. identify in a mirror. Oh, they are. Uh, so, like, they do all these weird studies, and uh, they've started to find out, like, plants have memory. Plants they're, have... They're uh, living organisms. Apparently emotion. Like, they react to things. They do. So it's kind of a weird... Plant lives matter. Uh, it's the next movement, But man. back to the thing. Swamp uh, thing. Because we eat food so much... Uh, we have a lot of experiences uh, at fast food restaurants. Uh. So the weekly top three this week, we are bringing to you three of our most terrifying, horrible, bad experiences we have had at fast food restaurants. Yes. And as typical, we'll let the worst of us go first. Oh, wait. But Nico's not here. Oh, okay. So we'll just go on to you, Corey DLG. What's your number three experience? So my number three experience uh, actually was today uh, because I did something I normally don't do. Ooh, do tell. Okay. So, obviously, anybody listens to the show knows that I've been transitioning to a freelance writer. So, right now, my money is way more important to me than usual. I'm never very responsible fiscally. But right now, like, when I spend money, I want to get my money's worth. So, I went to uh, I went to Burger King, and I was getting some food. Some food? Some food. I did the two for six. I was going to get two sandwiches, okay? Two sandwiches. All right. So, I get home. And after paying extra for two for six, right? Because that's yeah, not a meal. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's more expensive than the combos. In my little bag is a sandwich and fries. Small fries at that. So not even... Hey, small fry. Right. So I was like, well, this isn't what I wanted. This was more expensive. So I literally got in my car and drove back to Burger King. That is the thing that I usually... Don't do. I would never do that typically. You're always like, you know what? I'll just eat this, it. This is fine. Like, I'm not happy about it, but it's fine. So I went. I went, I went back. Went back through the drive-thru, told the lady on the little intercom what happened. She didn't apologize. Oh, mistake. Didn't apologize. Mistake number one. I used to work customer service. It literally takes nothing to say you're sorry and to sound a little sincere about it. Mistake one. Right. It's not that hard to at least acknowledge that someone just gave me their hard-earned money and I did something wrong. Let me soothe things. Let me fix this. So they're moving particularly slow. I am the third car in line, and it takes forever. 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 This is how I keep track of time in a car when I'm waiting and a drive through or something. Did you do it by songs? Yes. Yeah. Two and a half songs. Oh, that's a long time. It six is. Six and a half minutes? That is, minutes. A, that is a long time. You're looking anywhere from six and a half to nine minutes of two songs. Two and a half songs. Oh, on no, the two buzz. and a half. Oh, you're about ten. On the buzz. These weren't little pop songs. Oh, you're about ten to twelve minutes. Yeah. That's two and a half. So literally... Literally, by the time I get there, it's been a little bit. Maybe longer than that. And um, they're like, what did wh- what were you supposed to have? So I have to now repeat my order to them. Then, after I repeat my order, they go, well, what did we give you? And I was like, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a combo. It's not what I ordered. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sandwich is yours, though. We just need to make one more of the two sandwiches. 
Okay. So then when they finally make it and give it back, again, it's a couple of minutes. So I hand them my card when she hands me the food. I hand her my debit card and I go, I need you to refund me now my my purchase price. And she goes, what? We, why, uh, we just gave you the sandwich. And I said, yes, but I drove back here. I waited in line. No one has apologized, and you guys have been rude. I want a refund. And uh, the lady asked for the food back. What? She goes, then give me the food. Okay. I, I looked at her for a second, and I was like, you, you seriously want this food? And she goes, yes. I, I handed it to her so angrily. And before I could get my car back, I drove off and parked, walked inside. There's a line of like seven people. And I walk right to the front, and I was like, I want my card, I want my refund, I want a new receipt, and I want your name. Now, give now. it to me. I was, I, was intel- I, was, uh, I was Martha in line at that point. Martha like, in line. I was like, this is, this is not going to fly. This is happening now. She still was like, she only side-eyed me, she wouldn't look me in the eye, she did the refund, handed me my receipt, then starts to help another customer, and then like halfway through she goes, do you need something else? And I said, yeah, you haven't told me your name yet. Was she not wearing a name tag? She was, but I didn't. There were people in line in front of her. Oh, okay. So I didn't want to be like. Well, I was hoping Boom. she wasn't wearing the name tag. That could be one other thing you'd get oh. her on because they're supposed to wear that name tag. So anyway, Emma at Burger King. You getting called out. On Aldi and Westfield. Huge jerk. Getting called out. Huge jerk today. So my, my, uh, my number three, and it's happened to me numerous times at this place, uh, and I keep going back, but this one particular time really got on my nerves. So we used to go to this KFC that was by the baseball field because it's okay. close. All right. You know, it's a healthier option, I feel like. Uh, it's it, Fast food isn't healthy in general. But mac and cheese is probably a little bit more wholesome or oh, nutritional no. I make the kids than, than green fries. Beans. I make them get the green beans. Oh, then you're just a mean dad. So we go to KFC. What does KFC make? Chicken. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. So like, oh, you know what? I w- and so at this particular time, it's about 30 minutes before closing. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, about thirty minutes before closing, and so there's nobody in line, which is kind of you know a neat thing because usually KFC is well backed up. And I said, yeah, okay, I want to order this, order this. I want the kids meal with the fried chicken. Like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we're out of fried chicken. Like, it's going to be about fifteen twenty minutes. I'm like, you guys make fried chicken. Like, how right. are you out of a chicken? That's leg? your thing. Make it every two or three minutes. And so um, now, what time ish was it? I mean, was this eight late? o'clock? Yeah. See, this is ridiculous. So then I go. I wait the 10 minutes because, you know, need the fried chicken leg. Well, yeah, what else are you going to do? So they give me my stuff. Well, then when they give it, they only give me, like, half of my order. I'm missing half of it. Uh, so I park. I go to get in. The door's locked. It's like 15 minutes before closing time. They've already locked the door. Both oh, of them. Oh, no. So so Miss Savage is like, well, just drive back through. I was like, no, I'm not driving back around. No. I walked straight up to the... Uh, the drive-through window out of my vehicle uh, with my receipt in my hand. That's a safety issue. And I just started banging, just banging, banging, banging. And uh, she opens. She's like, "Oh, can I help you?" I was like, "Yeah." You only gave. She's like, "Or the first thing she said was, so you can't be in here.'" I was like, "Okay, well, great. You've locked your doors. You're not even supposed to be closed. You only gave me half of my food." Right. And the sucky thing about doing stuff like that is like, 
What's your food going to be like when it gets to you? Did they spin in it? And then on top of that, the other food's cold because yeah. they didn't give it to you all at once. And so then I got to wait another five minutes while they Humpty Dumpty gets my food together. But how do they not know that, like, uh, that's the same thing with the Burger King. Is like when I came back, they didn't have an extra how sandwich sitting really, there. Yeah. Well, they don't have extra anything because they don't have any fried chicken made. So if you don't have any fried chicken made, then when you make it, guess what? That's going directly to the customer who's here. But how? Do, but even Bring me that, my food. they should have extra. Like they should make more than. Like right. if you ordered three, they should just make five because they were out anyway. Make fried chicken legs because you're gonna sell them. I know that this whole like make f- made it fresh or it's gonna be made fresh. Yeah, I get that. That doesn't happen. We all know it's not. Yeah, fresh. it's not. But it could it could be fresh ish. The burgers like, can be made. You can make burgers. Fried yeah. chicken takes a while, so don't just make one at a time. Make four or five. It's like a buffet. Keep it under a heat lamp. Well, and it's like I'm, we're up against it. I'm here. a foodie. I know. I want to eat. You know, and, and Popeye's does the same thing. Like when it's almost closing time. We're not even almost closing time. Eight or nine o'clock. Hey, we're out of mashed potatoes and gravy. Hey, we're out of this. And it's like, so are you just? Gonna, are you not going to make more for the next two hours? Yeah, you're just like, done. You're not going to. You're not going to put any more in the on the pit or through the microwave or something. Like, come on. Or the worst is the flip side when they don't tell you they're out, and then when you get to when they're like, it'll be twelve minutes on the chicken. You're a chicken place. What? You should just be making chicken nonstop all day. Like, how does it take you that long to make it? And you know what? And I wouldn't mind because the prices for that kind of stuff isn't that much. Right. Now, raising canes and making everything to order, but they're kind of pricey, so I'm getting what I pay for. Exactly. And we got to exactly jump out to a break. When we come back, you're going to hear two more fast food stories. Go nowhere. This is Nerd Thug Radio. It's summer, and if there's one thing that people know in Texas is air conditioning is very important. If they're having any issues or want to have their units serviced or try to save money getting their units serviced, one option to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. Interested parties should call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367, Ferruja Mechanical, 281-259-3367. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Station Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Before we continue with our weekly top three, Corey DLG. I didn't even make you rap this time. You're lucky. Next week, coming back. I mean, what do you mean Hit lucky? Hit him with Ferruja like Mechanical. I got the platinum album dropping. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned it's summer when you were talking about our friends at Cox ATA. It's still summer right now. And if there's one thing that's obvious in Texas is you're not going without air conditioning in this heat. So if your old system is uh, having trouble keeping up or you want to just have it serviced for the summer, trust the name to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair. System replacements, I've been messing that line up all week. You're the worst. Plan maintenance and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the plan maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. All for the low cost of $179 for the first system and $129 for each additional system. So call 281-259-3367. 
281-259-3367. That's Ferruja Mechanical. Call them today at 281-259-3367. So we're talking about some experiences. 281-259-3367. That we have had <laughs> with fast food companies. Uh, we touched on a Burger King story that just happened recently. It uh, happened yesterday. A KFC story yesterday. that's recent. Uh, why don't you hit me with uh, your next story? So this one, I mean, <laughs> so I love delivering pizza. I delivered for Papa John's forever. Uh, loved it. It's anybody who's like, oh, what should I do for some extra money? Or, oh, I just got laid off and I'm worried about bills while things are happening. Go deliver pizza. Uh, pick a safer area than the one that my store became. Like my store eventually evolved into like a. Like yeah, terrible place. But when I when I worked there for the most part, it was a, it was a good place to be. Uh, so I recommend it to everybody. But my my next story, I ordered Papa John's one time, and it happened to be while I wasn't working for them. And one of their drivers, I'm not going to name him because he was a nice guy, but he was an old dude. He was really bad at his job, but he would show up every day on time. And honestly, in that industry, that makes him essentially almost unfireable. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's embarrassing to say, but like the biggest thing in the world is that drivers make cash. So when they, if they have something going on, once they get that taken care of, a lot of them just disappear. So I ordered pizza one time. Um, they were running a little behind, so they're like, "Yeah, it'll be like, um, it'll be a little over an hour." I said, "Okay, well, you know, it's all right. That's fine. I know how the system works. It's not going to be cold when it gets to me. The pizzas don't sit there. That's not why they're running late. That's there's just." There's so much going on. Right. So hot pizzas come out and still get delivered on time. It's just there's so many pizzas coming out that they don't have time to get to you. So I'm not worried about it. It's very rare that a cold pizza gets to someone's house. Yeah, very rare. Well, all of a sudden I look up and it's been two hours. Oh, how did your stomach not realize that you haven't eaten yet? Well, I've been watching a movie and like I'm hungry, but I'm like, well, they said it was going to be a while. So I just kept telling myself. Soon, 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 soon. And very soon. Then all of a sudden, the movie's almost over, and I'm like, "Wait, this is almost def- like, what? What is going on? Where's my pizza?" I call the store, and they're like, "Uh, he's been gone a really long time." And then, like twenty minutes later, he the dude comes knocking on my door, and then he recognizes me. And he's like, "Hey, Corey, what's happening?" And I was like, "Dude, where have you been?" And he's like. What do you mean? And then he hands me like a stone cold pizza. Not happening. <laughs> and I was like, <sighs> all right, man, appreciate it. So like I still tipped him. I was cool about that. The next morning I just called the actual manager of the store because I know him because I've worked with him a bunch of times. And I was like, hey, uh, this is what happened yesterday. Just go in and cancel my credit cards, so like refund me. And he's like, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, tell you what, man. Come on, buy some time, grab some wings. I got you on that, and then I'll go ahead and just refund this now. It's like he made it all good, right? But at the time, it's the longest I've ever waited for pizza. It's the first time I've ever gotten a cold pizza. Like I almost never get my order wrong when I order pizza. Like I mean, I always usually have a really great experience ordering pizza, and this was like the exact opposite. And it was I know everyone involved. Like it's one of those like it's how did this happen? How did this happen? Yeah, I remember one the longest I've ever waited for pizza. Um, you remember this is probably let's see, season eleven, ten, five or six years ago when I lived over here by you. Okay, and yeah. There was yeah, like yeah. a massive blackout over here. <laughs> and so like the only place <laughs> open was Papa John's. Yeah. And so I ordered pizza and like, hey, it's gonna be about an hour and a half to our wait. And like, 
Okay, I'll go pick it up. Okay, well, it's still going to be about an hour, 15 to 30. <laughs> like, okay, fine. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Like, everyone, there's no Every, power. There's no one else. There's um, no one else. And so <laughs> I go to up there, and, like, for whatever reason, like, my pizza, the place was crawling with people. Yeah. But, like, the pizzas weren't getting made or something. <laughs> and so, like, I kept complaining. I ended up getting my pizza for free and got a guy fired. It was pretty awesome. Nice. It was nice. pretty good. Um, so here recently... I went to a McDonald's. I needed some breakfast. Okay. All right. So I go to this McDonald's, uh, and usually the McDonald's wait line go moves pretty quickly. Yeah, McDonald's they've got a system. Not Chick Fil A, but close. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. I, it's very rare that you wait um, at a McDonald's drive through. So there's like three cars in front of me. Uh, so I gotta wait probably four songs. Ugh. That's a little um, bit. That's a little bit of time. And the the cars are still they're still going like it's breakfast time they're still going and getting their stuff so okay everything's good, I get up there I'm like okay I want to get a sausage egg and cheese biscuit and uh, and this is nine forty five in the morning maybe. okay yeah I was like then I get a large coke, um sorry sir but our coke machine's down, what I said excuse me, yeah the coke machine's down I was like it's nine forty five in the morning, yeah it, it went down uh, earlier and you know so we don't have any soda I'm like. You guys are McDonald's. Like, you have to have soda. Yeah. You have to have my dollar soda drink. Yeah. What are you like? And he was like, oh, it's down. Sorry. He's like, do you still want to order? I was like, you know what? Like, if you'll give me the orange juice for a dollar, then yeah, I'll get my biscuit. No, we can't do that. I'm like, are you serious right now, bro? And he was like, yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going somewhere else. So I just pulled out and left. How, how is a soda machine at Walmart? I mean, at McDonald's. So here's, so here's my thing with that. Like, if your system is screwed up, Offer me a solution. Yeah. And if I ask for a solution, that's not unreasonable. Like, listen, they don't spend a dollar for the orange juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, their cost isn't a dollar. So they might be losing some expected profit, but they're not actually out raw money to give you the orange juice for a dollar, especially when their machine's the one not working. Right. And the guy in the drive-thru, what does he care? Right. It's... one of the things I learned very early on when I was due, when I was actually, this, I was still in high school. I was working for Domino's Pizza, and this is who taught me about customer service. The manager of the store, she was the general manager. She, like, she kind of shadows you for a day when you're on the phones when you're a kid because she wants to make sure you don't do something stupid. Understandable. And so I'm getting a customer complaint situation where they're not happy and blah, 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 and they want to talk to the manager. And so I was like, okay, and I have them on hold. It winds up being like a six-minute hold to get to the manager to get them on because the manager's busy. She's running a whole store. So when she, after she's done, she gets off the phone and she goes, honestly, they were more mad about the hold than they were about their situation. You're totally empowered to fix problems. Be reasonable. And I was like, so like if so like you gave them that free pizza there, you you want me to just give free pizza? Just, listen, if we messed up, yeah. If it sounds suspicious or weird or you want to check. Hold off. Yeah. But if it it, if, if right. it checks out, if it feels right, yeah, do if it. you're telling me you don't have a dollar of the greatest soda that's fountain-wise. Right. And I say, okay, well, can I get an orange juice for that price? Make me happy. Yeah, just do it. Like, it's your fault you don't have soda. It's not his fault. Right. It's not the customer's fault. What's your number one? Uh, So my number one, and we'll try and be brief about this, was uh my Arby's experience. It was, it was oh. emotionally scarring. It was rough, man. I get in there. And takes forever for me to order. Yeah, it's just a huge pain in the butt. And I'm waiting forever for my food. And they don't tell me that none of my food's gonna be made yet until after I order and after I pay and after they give me my drink. Um, you know, then it's like, oh, by the way, we gotta make all that stuff fresh. It's gonna be like a twelve minute wait. And you're like, Well, you already took my money. Like, yeah. Cool. Ugh. 
People ordered behind me. Uh, the manager brought them their food first, and then brought them a cookie <laughs> each as an apology for the delay. And gave you nothing. I'm sitting in the table next to them. I'm literally looking at all three of them as they're talking. And the manager looks at me and then acknowledges and says, we're going to get to you in a minute, sir. Your food's on its way. I was I here wa- before them. I, I watched her bring them a cookie. I want a cookie. No cookie for me. You should have got a cookie. I was. I. I know I should have gotten a cookie. It emotionally scarred you. It. It's one of many Arby's experiences. Arby's consistently gets my order wrong or screws it up or just gives me the, like completely the wrong food. This happened one time too, where like the number I think it's like the number eleven is what I like, and it's like the crispy chicken sandwich with like the honey mustard on it. Okay. For some reason, when I order it. Whoever's punching in numbers doesn't know what the 11 is, and I get different sandwiches regularly. Every time. It, well, sometimes it's a chicken Arby's, sandwich with... we have the beef. And just different numbers inside than outside. They used to have that like really like cheap dollar like Arby's sandwich, like a ham and cheddar. Yeah. They don't even have that anymore. No, they don't. They got rid of it, and they now replaced it with the slider size yeah. ones for the same price. Ugh. It's like... I went to Arby's the other day. I was like, I haven't been here in a while. Let's go get some Arby's. Yeah. They didn't have those. I was like, what? what is going on? And the sliders are like a buck and a quarter, and they're a third of the size of the sandwich. It's not a deal. No, it's, it's not, not a, deal. a deal. No deal. I was like, you know what? Give me two of those, and I want like six Arby's sauces. What I do like, though, is the uh, Arby's has a French dip sandwich, and I think, honestly, being real, it's the best sandwich in all of fast food. In all of fast food. Yeah, because it's like legit roast beef with real au jus. I don't know if it's the best fast food sandwich. I'm I feel like it's the it's like the most gourmetish. It may have the most potential. Yeah, that's I really want to try these new uh, McDonald's burgers that are from overseas. Have you seen those? I have. I haven't tried one yet. Where do you think like I think I know one of them's from Canada. The uh, fries are from Canada. There's a sandwich from Spain. No, the chicken sandwich is from Canada. Yeah. It's like uh, an Italian sandwich, but it's from Canada. Go figure. It's got yeah. mozzarella cheese on it. Well, and um, the, the dessert is like a, it's got like a schwoof waffle or it's something a, like that. It's a strudel or something from like the but Denmark it, or the Netherlands or. See, and I thought strudels were German. You're German. I don't like to brag, but I'm not. <laughs> no, they're not. Strudels aren't German. Are they, they, they might be German, but this thing is, uh, it's from like, I think, I think the Netherlands. Nico and I had a whole like five minute conversation about what that flag was. We, and we. What was what it looked like again? It's uh, it's stripes, but it's long ways, not up down. Yeah, it's red, white, and blue. Red, white, and black. Red, white, and black. Yeah. Is that Luxembourg? I I, I listen. I'm gonna look it up. Let's go out to a break. We come I, back. I'm embarrassed to say I don't know my flags or geography. I'm gonna tell you my number one story, and then we'll cover some nerdy stuff. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd. Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yay. 
I was right. It was the Netherlands. Red, white, and blue. Not red, white, and black. Is it like a dark blue then? Because it doesn't look blue on on the board of McDonald's. It looks black. It's not a navy blue. It looks more of a royal blue. No, it definitely looks black on the McDonald's. Well, you wear glasses. Let's talk about our friends, The Adventure Begins, (laughs) comics, and more before we finish. That's right. Right there on 1488, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. They're awesome. They're right there at Old Conroe Road. Uh, A couple of events going on this week that we should tell you about. Tonight, first of all, tonight we'll be there from 9.30 on playing Hero Clicks. Hero Clicks! But also, tonight is Friday Night Magic. It starts at 7 p.m. They're doing like this cool like grab bag special where if you're not happy with your deck, you can negotiate with someone else for like a swap. Uh, the prizing, there's Magic the Gathering promo cards for all the winners. There's a Nicole Bolas pop for first place as well as store credit. 15 for first, 10 for second, 5 for third. Um, this weekend, Robert Schofkam of Hack and Slash Games, he is the founder of Hack and Slash Games, is going to be demoing his latest game, Ophidian Arena. Uh, it's another, I, I believe it's a board game. I think Hack and Slash Games is board games, but I'm not 100% on that. Uh, also on Saturday, next door to the Adventure Begins is this little pub tapped place called Tapped. They're having their grand opening finally. So, uh, the Adventure Begins is going to be participating in that with several of the beer vendors. There's brewery giveaways and swag. There's a, there's a wheel to spin to get free goodies. It's going to be a good time. So you can come by and say hi and hang out and do some of that. And then of course, Sunday... Uh, from 4 to 8 p.m., it is the semi-monthly Adventurers League session. Um, that's Dungeons & Dragons, for those who don't know. Dungeons & Dragons. So the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. they got a lot going on. Uh, I'm stoked because House of X and Powers of X come out next month. You excited? I, uh, this is the most excited I've been about a new comic book in, like, probably 10 years. I can see that. Because, like, they are, Marvel is, listen, there's always, when you do entertainment, there's always that fear of, like, overselling, under-delivering. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Hickman's the writer, though. Uh, you remember him from all the Avenger stuff and the I Fantastic do. Four stuff. I do. So, he's already got a pretty solid resume of credibility. And Marvel has just been flat out, like, they've defined the big events that have happened in the history of X-Men. They talk about X-Men number one, giant size X-Men, Age of Apocalypse and new X-Men are the four eras of X-Men. Yeah. Uh, and then the X-Men number one, the Jim Lee, Chris Claremont stuff. So there have been five big moments in the history of X-Men. They're saying this is number six. Yeah, I haven't been this excited about a comic book since the uh, Avengers versus X-Men stuff. Yeah, ABX. That stuff was great. Yeah, that, was, that wound up being pretty good. I didn't think that was going to be as good as it, it was. was. Great. Good. There you go. Good. There you go. <laughs> All right, let me talk about my We don't want Timmy story. the Tiger finding yeah. us. Let me, uh, Tony. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> we don't want Tony the Llama finding <laughs> us. Uh, let me talk about my uh, experience, and this just happened to me this week. Oh, no. It was a double nighter. Oh, man. Uh, I really like Taco Cabana. Taco good Cabana is good. They serve breakfast tacos all day, which is great. I didn't know that. Yeah, just enlightened you. Oh, um, but they've I'm got this stop getting new, up in the morning. But they've got these new uh, sample. You never do it anyways. <laughs> they have these new sampler platters, like that are like nine bucks. But they come with like all but kinds like, of a little bit of everything. Yeah, one of them's like this buffalo one. Well, you know me, I like spicy buffalo sauce. Um, Ooh, I don't. I wouldn't do that. Not on so tacos, one night, but okay. So one night, uh, well, it's like quesadilla and it's uh, taquitos, and then it's like tacos all like on one platter okay all right okay. um so the first night the kids like we want breakfast tacos it's 10 o'clock at night uh <laughs> we're coming home from taekwondo baseball whatever so like, all right let's go to taco cabana what a bunch of stoners you're raising uh, and they're just so like, like the line at taco cabana is always long always so there's like, nothing fast up, about the drive-thru and i'm sitting in the drive-thru 
for literally 12 minutes yeah. at the window, like at the ordering screen. Uh, and they haven't even acknowledged that I've been there. Not a good sign. So finally I said, no one's behind me, thank goodness. Uh, I just pull out and I go next door to the Sonic. Whatever. So the next night, I'm like, you know what? Let's try this again. Like, I really want one of those daggum platters. And I was like, I'm going to get one. I'm getting one tonight. So I pull in. There's not that many cars. They're like, oh, this is great. And by this time, it's only about 7 o'clock, right? It's pretty early on this day. Uh, I wait another good five to six minutes. They come on the, the speaker and don't realize they're on their speaker, and they're talking crap to one another. And they're like, oh, crap, I'm on the speaker. They hung up. I was like, hmm, that was great. So she comes back and apologizes for that. And I laugh. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's whatever. Like, we're all right. adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, all right, this is what I want. So I order some breakfast tacos. I was like, I want that buffalo platter. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Like, we're out of that buffalo sauce. I was like, got <sighs> dipping sauce. I was like, okay. Well, like, I'll order the platter without the dipping sauce. Oh, no. Like, we can't even make the buffalo-themed things. We, or, no, she goes, oh, no, we, we can't. We, we just can't sell it or something like that. I was like, well, can you just sub the buffalo sauce with queso, and I'll just dip all my stuff in queso. I'm fine with that. No, 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 we can't do that. I'm like, you can't even give me queso as a substitute? Yeah. And like, no, I was like, it doesn't cost any more or any less. Right. It, I was like, you know what? There's no way they're not sitting on queso already. I was like, you know what? Fine. Just let me get the platter without any dipping sauces. I'll just make my own when I get home. Oh, no, what I, like, I meant to say is, like, because we don't have the dipping sauce, we can't make the other things, too. I'm like, why didn't you just lead with that? You literally could have led with that and saved me all this trouble. So you right. know what? Screw this. I'm going somewhere else. Two nights in a row, you guys have screwed me on my buffalo platter. And so I, I pulled out and went to, like, Whataburger or something. I, so it's frustrating to me when you offer someone an, an opportunity or a solution, and they're like, no, we can't do that. Uh, I pulled up to a Burger King one time, and there was a guy standing outside of the thing, and he literally stopped me short of setting off the intercom. And I realize it's because they're trying to catch up. Yeah, they're behind, so they don't want th- they don't want to mess their average up on the orders too much. So he's literally standing in front of the intercom to stop me from pulling up to the intercom to set off the timer again. So I sit away from the intercom for four minutes, and then he's like, "Okay, cool." He's like, "You can pull up now." So when I pull up, the guy's like, "Hey, uh, blah blah blah," and I was like, "Well, considering I just did something I don't think I'm supposed to do for you, you know, how about you? Uh, how about you throw in some free whatever or something like that?" And he was like, "Oh, I can't." And I was like, why did I do this then? Yeah, why did I help you? Like, why am I helping you if you're not going to help me? And that's the thing I never understand about any of that. Like, if you pull up and they're out of something, and you're like, okay, well, you could do this instead. And they go, no. Yeah. Uh, um, Ali Savage's stepdad was is, is famous for this. Like, we'll go to um, Waffle House. Okay. And so when he orders, like, he doesn't like the hash browns. So he's like, I want this. It's like a two egg meal. He's like, hey, instead of the hash browns, can you sub in a third egg? Like, oh, no, we can't do that. He's like, well, why not? He's like, well, we can. It's going to be an upcharge. He's like, wait, why are you going to charge me more? He's like, eggs are cheaper to buy than the the, the things are. And you're already making two of them. It's like, have you seen this? And he's like, it cost you 15 cents per egg, and it cost you 75 cents to make the hash browns. I'm I'm saving you money. (laughs) And you can't do that. Somewhere I used to go when you would sub off things, yeah. they would physically on the screen it would show you like minus. Like if you like let's say it was tacos. I don't remember what it is now. I'm trying to think. Like if you got tacos and you're like no lettuce, you could literally see no lettuce minus twelve cents. Wow. And like like the item got cheaper and like 
in my head, I was always like, that's the way to really do... Because if, if I'm like, hey, make me a Whopper, but don't put stuff you normally put on it, that's a cheaper Whopper for them. Yeah. So well, I told you uh, the savages, they like to order a biscuit and cheese, right? We've right. T- we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I did it this past weekend. Now we'll get back on Whopper or whatever. And I literally see on the screen where it says biscuit, add cheese. It's yeah. like 99 cents plus the 30 cents for the cheese. Right. Fine. Well, I get up there and she reads me back my order. And she's like sausage chicken or sausage cheese biscuit. I was like, no, 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 no. I said I wanted a plain biscuit with, with cheese. cheese. It was right on the screen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll fix that. Which like, all right, she gives my total. And now it was like $1.25 more. I'm like, wait, why did it go up? Yeah. She was going to charge me for a sausage egg Cheese biscuit because she didn't know how to bring it up. Sausage was like, no, 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 no. Fix this. It was literally correct on the screen seventy five seconds ago. Like I don't go back and fix it. So I had to wait when I got it to make sure there wasn't sausage on it because that's happened. Yeah, I'm not driving off at that point. At that point, you have no faith in the system. No. So real quick, we only got a few minutes left. Let's touch on something really nerdy, real quick. Okay. Uh, They announced this week that uh, Avengers Endgame is going back into. The theaters. Yeah, I'm not happy about with that. With an extra, uh, like, six minutes or, like, an end credit or something. like. Not happy. Why not? Uh, whatever they're throwing on there is really probably just the extra stuff that was going to go on the DVD. Right. And they're really just doing this re-release because they're super, super close to being the all-time. Right. And that's what I mean, Do you know what, what the is. two all-time other ones are? Uh, I think they're still behind Avatar by a little. Avatar and Titanic. They, yeah. they surpassed Titanic. But did you know Avatar also got a re-release that added to that? So Avatar did the same thing. The only reason I I don't care, like I wanted to see in game again. Yeah, does this make me want to go see it more? No, probably not because I I still wanted to see it, so I may have gone to see it again. But those end credit scene or whatever is going to be on YouTube the next day. Exactly, I'll watch it. Exactly, there. I get. I mean, Avatar did it, Titanic did it. Oh, we want to be number one. We want to be the okay, nerdiest. Fine. Okay, cool. But yeah. It, it, to me, it, it makes no difference. I feel indifferent about it. This is... I ain't mad at them, and no, I ain't happy right. about it either. This is just eh. one of those things where it's like, everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah. So, but, okay. I mean... All right. It, w- it, would be, it would be more... I'd be a little slightly upset if Avatar and Titanic hadn't done the same thing. But So, if you take away the second release from Avatar, Endgame's probably surpassed it. Because they're, they're Dude, pretty close already. Is that... Okay, listen. If to that me, was, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't, I don't, right, right, I don't it give a crap. But, like, yeah. they want to be like, Avengers, it's the best thing ever, which I know it's the best thing ever. Yeah, it's already better listen, than Avatar. I, if you're this close to a record or some kind of... Like, if you're, a, if you're playing basketball and you've got 90 points and there's three minutes left in the fourth, not only would you be mad if the coach pulled you out, yeah. but you would, you would expect your teammates to try and help you score 10 more points. Right. You know, because I think the all-time is 100 points in a game. So Something you'd like want that. 11 more. You'd want to pass. You'd yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. You you'd want the all time to yourself. I get it. I just don't care. <laughs> like I don't need it to pass Avatar to know that it's the greatest. Exactly. Movie ever made. Like, uh, it is the greatest. I didn't movie think ever made. that highly of Avatar. I liked like Avatar the fact, a lot. Did you? But did you? Do you like it so much that it's in the perfect place? Like placement wise in the hierarchy of films. Do you think it's I think the films second? are all different. There's, okay. they, they evoke a different emotions. I think for what Avatar was and how different it was, it was awesome. It was great. But if somebody gave a victory lap where they were like, highest grossing all time, suck it. Like, would would you be like, you're right, you are special? They, I mean, Avatar was special. Ugh, all right. But okay. Endgame is way better. Uh, Real quick before we get out of here, on Vice, the wrestlers, yeah. they did the uh, Montreal school draw, the dark side of the ring or yeah, whatever it is. Go? Montreal screw job. It is fascinating. Because the Vince Russo and the other guy, 
They both want to take credit for it. Vince Russo's an idiot. But it's crazy to me that they both, like, the other guy says he's one of Brett's greatest friends, but that it's his fault that it happened because he suggested it. Like, they both are taking credit for screwing over Bret Hart. Yeah. It's crazy and to me. they feel great about it. Yeah, they both are bragging about it. It's crazy to me. Well, it's crazy this episode's over. If you missed any part of it, 6.01 p.m., it will drop. We will be at Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More tonight if you listen to us on the radio. If you're podcasting and it's Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, we've already been there. That's right, but time travel and come see us. Or you can just come in the next Friday. Oh. Um, for yeah, the Captain Joey Savage. Townsend Core DLG, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. <laughs>